made my night much longer. Um, tonight we're learning Maseches Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yud Zayin. Tomorrow night we are doing a blot and a half instead of Thursday night. On Thursday night we're not having Shir. Thursday morning we're having Shir after the six thirty Shacharis, but uh, no Tachanun at the early minion. Six twenty. 6.20 and no Tachanun. No Tachanun tomorrow morning either at the 7.45. No, at the 6. I don't know where I'm down. Let's get started. We're on time. I'm all over the place, David. Don't, uh, it's been a very long two days. We're five lines from the bottom of Tess Zayin Amid And we've been discussing some of the very well-known brises about uh, Tzadikim, Rishoim, and Benoni. Lamaisa, uh, we view ourselves as Benonim, that with every action we can tip the scales. And in fact, we're going to see today how HaKadosh Baruch Hu may tip the scales at times on our behalf. So let's get started. Tanya, the Brisa writes, it's a long Brisa. Be'shamay Omrim, Gimel Kitos Hain Liyomadin. When it comes to Yomadin, there are three groups. Achas shel tzadikim gemurim the righteous. Ve'achas shel rishayim gemurim the rasha. Ve'achas shel benonim for the rest of us. And how does Be'shamay break down each of them? Tzadikim gemurim nechtavim v'nechtavim al-tar l'chai olam. The righteous. They are nechtavim v'nechtavim, written and sealed immediately for a, for a life. Rishayim gemurim nechtavim v'nechtavim al-tar l'gehenim. Immediately they go to Gehenim. Both of these ideas are sourced in the following pasuk. Shneemar. Many of those who sleep in the ground, those who are talking about they'll wake up. Some will go to the Chaya Olam, they'll be promised the next world. For terrible things. And that's how the Pasuk understands the Tzadikim and the Rashaim. And Beishamai continues the last few words. What does Mitzafsifin mean? So they're going to go down to Gehenim, the Benonim. These are regular people. So this we'll see as Machlokas Beishamai Beishelel. Beishamai says they go down their Mitzavtzif and take a look at Rashi. I would not have thought that this is what Mitzavtzif meant. I would have thought Mitzavtzif means to float or uh, I don't know. Rashi says Soakim Ubochim Mitochi Surin Shachas Volum. So Beishamai says that again metaphysical plane. We don't understand these things in Mitzias, but again it's like the uh, hearing uh, the, the words, it sounds like we know what we're talking about. Rashi says they are screaming and they are crying from the difficulties of being in Gehenim. And then Hashem listens to them. Shenem ar es hashlishis, the third, what's the third? The third group, the Benonim. And they bring them be'esh into fire, v'tzaraftim kitsaruf es and they are refined as would metals get refined like silver. V'chantim kibchones hazahav, and they get checked as would the gold. Then that person who's in Gehenna will call out Hashem's name, and I'll answer them. This is what If you look at everything in the Pasuk, he, he, people get, they die, and then they can be revived in They can be brought down to the depths of Gehenna, and then they can be brought out, a beautiful Pasuk that highlights the Shittas Beis Shammai. However, Beis Hillel doesn't agree, five lines down, Yod Zayin and Medalev. Beis Hillel Omer and when it comes to the Benuni, uh, we rely on the Pasuk of Rav Chesed that uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will lean him to the side of Chesed. Take a look at Rashi. Second line. Since the Benuni is 50-50, so this is a big... <laughs> Sometimes you really want to pass in like Beisilo. Beishamai says that a Benoni goes to Gehenim. If a person dies with 50-50 after 120 years, they've done you know, 5 million mitzvahs and 5 million averes. So then, then Beishamai says that's a requirement to go to Gehenim. And Beishilo says, no, that's not correct. A Kodesh Baruch Hu treats that person the tova. The tie goes to the runner, as we would say in, in baseball language. 
And then the Gemara says, and the Brisa continues, David spoke about this idea, about people who called out to Hashem when they, uh, when they needed help. I'm so happy you listened to my voice. And as well, he said, the whole parak, we'll analyze these more later. I am poor, and you have saved me. We'll see what this means later. So that's Machlokas, Beishamai Beisilom. The next part of the Brisa reads as follows: Poshe Yisrael begufan, uposhe umos haolam begufan. If you have Jews who are poshe Yisrael begufan, we'll see what mitzvah we're talking about that they were poshea in, and uposhe umos haolam. We'll learn about that as well begufan. So they're they they're not benonim. They they have a really bad. This is not good. Yordim legehenim v'nidonin bayud beis chodesh. They they go into gehenim and they are judged for twelve months. La'achar yud beis chodesh gufan kala. Their bodies are totally consumed. V'nishmasam nisrefes. Their souls get burned. V'ruach and the the wind mefazartan tachas kapos raglei tzadikim. And the wind will take the ashes of these this person seemingly this person's neshama and put it under the feet of tzadikim shenemar as the pasuk says va'asosim rishayim. The Rishayim will be trampled on, which will be under the feet of the Tzadikim. Aval. Okay, so we've spoken about a couple of levels. We've spoken about Tzadikim Rishayim and Menonim, and we just spoke about Poshe Yisrael Begufan and Poshe Olam Begufan. And then we have another category. Aval says the Gemara about 10 lines, 12 lines down in Yudzayim and Aleph. Aval, Haminin Behamasoros Api Korsin. So these are very important languages. And Rashi defines each of these terms for us. Take a look at Rashi on the third line. <clears throat> we don't usually do all the Rashis on the page, nor will we, but it does play out mostly this way for the beginning of today's year. Haminin, what does that mean? What's a min? Ha'anashim asher hafchu divrei elokim chayim kegon Okay, so we're not talking about people who are heretics to the point that they say the Torah is not true. What they're saying is that the Torah, as it is, you've got it wrong. And then they interpret the Torah, they reform, they reinterpret the Torah as they wish. And that's incorrect. That's not, that's not right. That is, those people are considered minim. What's the next category? Bahamasoros. What's a masor? So it says Rashi, the first of the, of the narrow lines in Rashi. Malshinin, shemosrin mamon They Some type of manipulation where they end up giving the money but they end up giving the money of Jews to non-Jews. So where I work, there was a campaign a couple of uh, months ago to get uh, oxygen compressors to India because there were 4,000 people a day dying just in India. It's a massive uh, country. So the, the OU got involved. We got destroyed. How dare you? The Gemara says in Masechah's Rosh Hashanah. You so uh, Rabbi Howard said, he's like, I, they, they clearly have not learned Mishnayis because the Mishnayis, there's a Brisa that writes that Mefarnas and Aniye Akum Ke'aniye Yisrael. So uh, someone who I'm a, I'm a good friend with this person, he said, I just gave you a $5,000 donation to the OU. I want all of my money back. Shkatsim were Muslim. You're giving money to the, to the, to the Goyim. So I showed him the Gemara and I showed him the Rambam to follow. He's like, okay, all right, very good. So Pshad in this Gemara is not Stam that you're giving money to a guy. It's a, a specific scenario. Rashi doesn't detail what it is, but we talk, I have a halachic requirement of some kind. It's a little hard to know the exact scope of it, but there is a requirement that the Gemara says, uh, where's the Gemara? I can't remember right now. No, it wasn't me. No. Uh, I don't think that's where it was. I have to look it up. But the Gemara's language was that we, we feed the poor. I, I don't remember the, that language. I, maybe I'm not remembering it right. 
Okay. What are apikorsim? So it says Rashi apikorsim mevaze talmid chachamim. Like when we when we call the people apikores like as an insult, we're totally not doing it the right way. That's an apikores, as Rashi defines very clearly, is if you are mevaze talmid chacham. So these people, and back in the Gemara, shekafru b'torah, v'shekafru b'tchiasad meisim, they reject all the fundamental tenets. They don't do things. When the whole tzibor is doing something, they don't do it. They step away. I'm not part of the tzibor. They, they uh, place their fear. They sin and cause others to sin. All of these people are still worse than the poshe gufan, than the poshe begufan. Forget about 12 months. That is child's play. These people are going to be judged for twelve for the rest of their lives, the rest of their deaths. Maybe is a, a better way to say it. Shenamar, as the pasuk says, and I'm actually going to jump to the side to read the whole pasuk because when it says vigomer at the end of this pasuk, the gemara assumes we know the rest of the pasuk, but we, but we don't. So. Let's just read it the right way. The Pasuk says, and this is a Pasuk in Yeshaya, you'll go out and you'll see the corpses of the people who sin against me. They will never die. Their guilt will never be extinguished. And they're going to be the ones who are forever going to be in Gehenim. And says the Gemara, third of the way down, Gehenim kala v'heim I think we should hedge our bets and, and avoid being in this category because at the off chance that Yiddishkeit is MS Lamito, these people will never, ever, ever get out of this awful scenario of Gehenim. Because even after Gehenim is, is quieted down, they will not stop their terrible scenario that they are in. It'll never stop. Why? They uh, place their hands bizvul. What is Zvul? Zvul is a reference to the Beis HaMikdash, as we will soon see. What does this mean? They didn't, they didn't touch the Beis HaMikdash. So obviously, it's a denigration of the Kavod of the Shechina, which dwells in the Beis HaMikdash. Okay. And on this, will take care of his enemies. Their faces of these people, they look like the bottom of a Kedera. So uh, we've all seen the bottoms of pots. Uh, they do take a color. Even if you have expensive pots, they, uh, over time, they do take the color of a fire. It has permanent burn marks in there. Bama Rava, Rava is uh, clearly in the mood to give a little bit of a dig. The Inhu, as much as these people don't look very good, they're still better looking. Mishapire, Shapire, B'nai Mechoza. They're much better than the people who live in Mechoza. That was not a very good looking neighborhood. Umakarian, B'nai Gehenim. And these people, we refer to them as B'nai Gehenim, which is also not the loveliest title. Um, and it's they're deserving of that. They don't deserve the covet of being called a regular person. This is like we know that we have the mitzvah of the Ahavta, the Reicha Kamocha, but it has to be a Reya. We don't, we don't love everybody. We should love almost everybody, but there are there are categories of people that don't fall under the status of a kamocha, and these people were, were called B'nai Gehenim. Halfway down, eight lines before the middle width lines, Amar Mar. Amar Mar means we're going back to look at this b'risa to ask a couple of questions. We had said that the Benonim, that a Kodesh Baruch Hu will take care of them by taking the 50-50 and tilting it in favor of the, the mitzvot. Says the Gemara, how can that be? What about the Pasuk? How did we say that Pasuk made sense? It was Beishamai who quoted the Pasuk, but we said that the Shlishis was the third group, the Benonim, and that they need fire. So if the Pasuk shot of the Pasuk is that the Benonim need fire, 
in order to get to their level of tshuva, to get to Olam Haba. And Beis Hillel says that, no, all the Kaddish Baruch Hu has to do is tilt the scale. So then that's a stira. Do Beinonim need fire or do they not? So then says the Gemara, Hasam Biposhe Yisrael Begufan. The case where they need fire is where they are 50-50 and Poshe Yisrael Begufan. Says the Gemara, Poshe Yisrael Begufan, that's not a good answer. You said there's no way to fix it. They have to go to Gehenim for, for 12 months and then they become ashes under the feet of Sadiq. And there's no, that's not, that's not a solution. So says the Gemara, when there's nothing to talk about, when are they not fixable? The the people who are poshe Israel the gufan, that's when they're berov avonos. But hacha in our case, they're mechza avonos and mechza zechuyos. They're fifty fifty. The isbehu nami avon the poshe Israel the gufan. So then lo sagile de la vehevesi as hashlishis poesh. Then the fire. That's not going to solve any problems. If they are not Poshi Yisrael, then so it depends. It has to be Rov Avonos in Poshi Yisrael or 50-50 in Poshi Yisrael. And then, uh, and that's how we would distinguish between the two cases. David, we had said in the Brice, how do we understand this Pasuk? So Dorash Rava, first of the middle with lines, Rava explains, my what does the Pasuk mean? So answers the Gemara. Master of the world. When am I beloved before you? When you listen to me. It's amazing. Think about the language of the Pasuk. What does Ahavti mean? I love. But the way that Rava understands it is I feel loved. I am loved. It's not grammatically right. It's a way that we would look at the drasha and say, Ahavti ki yishma. It's not that I love you. It's that I feel loved when you when you listen to me. What does dalosi I mean? I'm destitute. I'm poor, but you still save me. Says the Gemara, and this is hashkafically crucial. Even though I am destitute of mitzvos, still lino alehoshia. So sometimes people feel they get into this cyclical you know, downward spiral. I've already done an Avera. Why should I improve? Let me do another Avera. Not whatever Hashem, he's upset at me already. No. Dalosi, Hoshia. Even when I am poor, even when I am a Dal, even when I'm in a downward spiral of Avera, still a Kaddish Baruch Hu, I am worth saving. You've let me breathe today. I am worth saving. Says the Gemara, Poshi Yisrael Begufan Ma'inihu. How do we define this category of Poshi Yisrael Begufan? So out of, out of the hat of 613 mitzvot, the Gemara says, Four lines into the middle with lines. I'm a rab. Karkafta de la manach tefillin. A yid who doesn't put on tefillin, that person is poshe Yisrael begufan. Why? It's not allowed. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. It's a bit of So some of the Meforshim write, I think the Ramban writes this. I can't remember if it's the Ramban or the Ran, something with a ration and nun in it. I know that's terrible, but I don't remember which one. Um, and uh, the response of this commentary was that because tefillin is a simon avdus. It's a bega that you put on to serve the melech. And by not putting it on, you're basically saying, no thanks, I'm not interested in being, being your evet. And that's why you're poshi shel begufan. You're right that the word poshea typically implies a lav and an intentional, one, an intentional one at that, but that is not pshat in the Gemara. What about a goy? Poshi umos ha'olam begufan, what is theirs? Samarav be'avera, that's if they do a sin. 
This is just speaking in, in homily. Uh, it's referencing isure tashmish, things that are forbidden that one is not allowed. Uh, one is not allowed to do even as a goy. A goy has restrictions um, based on uh, based on the aleph beis gimel gimel dalit hevav. So even minachai birkas Hashem giloy arayos gezel, and then the rest din and hereg and avodah So one of the gimels of the the sheva mitzvahs beninach is giloy arayos. So they're not the exact same halachos as a yid, but still they have restrictions that they're not allowed to be intimate with certain people. So that's what the Gemara says, that by the umos ha'olam, that the posheh, the posheh by the umos ha'olam is a person who was involved in avera. What did the Brisa mean when it said, when a person has placed their fear over the land, Amar of Parnas, this is a leader. This is a leader who, uh, who overlays fear on the community when it was not done the shame shaman, implying that utilizing fear as a tool to motivate is reasonable at times. But that's what the Gemara says. That's what it means that it's inappropriate to, to instill fear in a community if it's not the shame shaman. Do you have a question? When it says monarch, does that mean like ever in his entire life or he's not rubble in front of someone? I mean, like what's what's the definition of that? Can't be once. Because if you do it the next day, you're showing you're willing to be an Evan. It has to be. It, 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 I'm saying this on my own. Just uh, I'm, I'm I'm reacting to your question. It doesn't seem like that. That's what it means. Everybody's, and for some people, there were phases in their life that didn't work well. And sometimes, so you okay, you're on an airplane and you you forgot you remembered after Shkia and you a handful of times in your life, you know, look at the statistics. You know, there's ten thousand days in thirty years or whatever the math is, and you you miss five, ten. Okay, that's not what the Gemara is referring to. That's not. That's not. It can't be. It can't be once. It can't be. <clears throat> So that's what the Gemara means in that next. Meaning, if somebody's all sick and learning, and they, you know, maybe they're put from too long together, that's what we're talking about. Right. Well, no, that's, that's For sure, that. For sure. Yeah. It's not just that he is. I'm not sure What's the what does the beginning of Tosfos mean? Mm-hmm. You mostly for Torah, it's Kim and filling them. I don't know what that means. It, it seems like you're 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 not allowed to meet the stone. Well, it's it's dope of the stone. I think that's what he's saying. The meet the Amar b'Mechilta ha'Osek b'Torah Yeah. Im Osek b'Torah Kim if they're one and the same, you're just doing this one instead of that one, dummy. Okay, then you're part of Rabbi no, Yeah, it doesn't it's mean stam that you miss. Now there are scenarios. Further, he says the mitzvah like disgusting. So it's not right. something that just. Right. It's, it sounds it's, like it's more like. It's categorical. It's, it's more categorical. Yeah. Or as we would say, like the hachis, like I am. Right. But there are there is a middle ground between what Tosfos is saying when you're putter, right? Let's say you're sick, whatever. There's a middle ground between that and 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 bezuya love, which is I I forgot and uh, it's a show gig, right? Exactly. Correct. But Tosfos doesn't doesn't reference seemingly so far doesn't reference that case. Um, I don't think that. The also, the end of Tosua says, "Is v'chol hani dishmaitin b'shelo asa tshuva." I've lost the tshuva. Rinu biyum with the tshuva, the tshuva tole umisa mimarekes. All right.
let's just put on our tefillin. Uh, <laughs> so that's what the Gemara says. Is in the next little sugya that we learned is that a, a leader should not put undue fear on the people. And the Gemara then responds in regards to that. That Amr of Yehuda Marav called Parnas that's not going to lead to uh, that's not going to lead to good children. Shenemar, the pasuk says, "You will not see the you will not see the wisdom following in your generations." It should say "Amar Mar," which is again our introductory phrase of comments that uh, refer back to a So "Amar Mar." Let's look back at what Beis Hillel said. We already learned this line from one lens, and we're going to look at it from another. What's the mitzias? Okay, we're talking now. How does the Kaddish Baruch Hu tip the scales? Okay, so we don't. You know, let's just be clear here that we don't know what we're talking about because Hashem doesn't have a body. So this is an anthropomorphic Gemara where we have to say Hashem is doing something that we are perceiving visually, but it's not the way that the mechanics are obviously. <laughs> Rabbi Elazar Omer Kovsho that he presses down on the the side of Schus. Right? Remember what we said in regards to a Benini, the scale is 50-50. So Kodesh Baruch Hu comes along and he takes the mitzvahs and he presses them down. So that's one approach. And it's supported by a section. So the next time we're by the, the holiday season, you should remember this daf, because uh, that's what the, the, the kvisha, you're pressing down, you're pressing down the, uh, it says, you're pressing down, not the mitzvahs, you're pressing down the averas to elevate. But you would have thought the other way, right? You, you want the mitzvahs to go down. If, you, if that's what you want, like this, the Gemara has a very strange implication because the whole point of a scale is that you want the scale to be heavier on the mitzvos. But then it says that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is kovesh, that he presses down, but it's yichbo shavon So is he pressing up? Is he lifting? That's a very, uh, maybe, maybe he's... Where are you? He's machria, right? He decides. That does answer the question, but it's not how the word the word is implied because kvisha is pressing. Either way, all of this is one shita, but there's another one. Rabbi Barchanina Omer Nose. He picks up one of the averas to make the scale tip in the right favor. avon al pesha. Now we use both of these languages in the liturgy of the Mahsar. We don't we don't mess around. We take every opportunity. We're opportunistic when it comes to Tachuva. Sure, you want to be do kvisha, you want to be no say we'll do, like, you can do whatever you want to Kodesh Baruch Hu, we don't mind. So what's the kvisha the same thing as like Kibush Haaretz? Like he's, he's yeah. going over the the impression the impression of the word uh is to squash our sins like that's what we would have again i'm loosely trying that's what we would have said you know so that's what it implies but the second sheet is not saying that it's going to pick up let's say again five million equally weighted uh mitzvos and five million equally weighted averas he just picks up one avera and then all of a sudden the weight of the mitzvos increases a little bit and it goes down that way and that's what the Gemara says is Tana Debe Rabbi Shmuel, eight lines from the bottom, Mavir Rishon Rishon. He picks them up one at a time. The Chain Hiamida. That's the Mida of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, is that he's willing. Okay, Tzadik, you did a, a fine job. You didn't do an awesome job. You're not a Tzadik, but you're a Benani, but I want to help you. And all of this is Beisela, right? And assuming you're not a Poshe Israel Begufan, because otherwise you'd have to, one would have to spend more time in Gehenim. Amar Rava, the Avon Atzmo, Eno Nimchak. The one Avera that a Kodesh Baruch Hu picks up. It doesn't mean that you're exempt from the consequences that would come about from that one Avera. All that he's doing, Kodesh Baruch Hu, capital H, is to make sure that you don't go to Gehenna. So he does want to tip the scales, but you're still going to have consequences as it relates to the Avera that he picks up off the scale. This Gemara is Omer Darsheni, because just, again, we don't know what we're talking about. This is, we're talking about Hashem as though he has an arm and as though he's literally picking up an Avera. So there's a lot of imagery here that 
according to some Rishonim, could be halachically problematic. Some Rishonim hold even the, the vision of a Kodesh Baruch Hu with a goof at all could be problematic. Okay. <laughs> Says the Gemara, uh, if at the end of the day, uh, Kodesh Baruch Hu picks up one Avera, and there's still it's still not a tipped scale yet. So that means that there really are more Averas. Says the Gemara, then the one that he picked up to try and make things even, that goes back in the pile. Rava Amar, it really should be Amar Rava, because as we know, whenever it says Rava followed by Amar, it is an implication of Machlokes, and that's not what's happening here. Amar Rava, famous Gemara, and a, um, a get-out-of-jail-free card. Says the Gemara, anyone who is able to override their Midos, if a person is in a scenario where they could have reacted strongly and they chose not to, so then how do we understand the pasuk? For whom does a kadosh baruch Hu get rid of averas? That's for a person who can be over al pesha. Someone wronged you, and then you chose to take the high road and you didn't react in the wrong way. You act reacted. It doesn't mean you're a punching bag. You're allowed to respond properly. It just means that you didn't do so because, and uh, that's not so simple. And here's a story uh, that relates to this. Says the Gemara, Rav Huna bred the Rav Yoshua Chalash. He was sick. He was sick. And all Rav Papa lishiulebe. Rav Papa went to go ask about him, meaning he went to go do bikur cholim. Chazia dechalish le alma. He saw that he was weak and was about to leave the world. And Amar Lehu he said to the servants, Lehu is plural. Amar Lehu he said to them, Tzvisu le zabdasa. Go and get the the tachrichen. That's what Rashi says. Take a look at Rashi eight lines down. Tzvisu le zabdasa. Hachin lo tzeda la derech. Please prepare for him food for the for the way. What does that mean? Mahi tzeda samesim tachrichen. So he said he saw what was going on, and we have to make sure that a person is buried in Tachrichin. You know, of course, all the imagery that we have from Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and wearing a kittel. So some of the Maral writes this, and so do others, that it's a Zecher Mamisa. So that's why we uh, we wear that. But anyways, that's the Tachrichin. Anyways, Lesof, he was sick, but Lesof Itpach, he actually got healed. And and Rav Papa was so so embarrassed because he, when when he woke up, his tachrichim were sitting right there. <laughs> That's not a very good look. He's like, where did you think I was going? So Hava if he was embarrassed, Rav Papa Lamechse to see to see uh, Rav Huna Bred Rav Yoshua. So Amar Lahu Amre Le My Chazis his Talmidim said to him, What did you see? The, you know the near death experiences. What did you see? So says the Gemara Amar Lahu He said to them, In Hachi Hava. It's in fact the case that I was about to die. Rav Papa was Taka right. Amar Lahu Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Kadosh Baruch Hu says, Look at the language. Amar Lahu Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem says, Hashem says to them, to the people, to the angels who were responsible for determining his death or life, and Hashem says. Since he didn't uphold all of his words, what does that mean? Since when people would say things that were negative to him, he didn't respond negatively. Don't be overly strict with him. Unbelievable thing. This person's near-death experience, he was saved because he was Beautiful idea. Get out of jail free card. If a person is looking for a way uh, to uh, avoid onesh, so then we should try to be mavrial midosenu. That when a person does insult us or slight us, um, we should try not to respond uh, in a negative way. What does this part of the pasuk mean? So this is a difficult pasuk to understand. Uh, so we said that a person who is a benini, he's going to go 
uh, get some form of consequence. According to some, he's going to be put in fire, and according to others, he still has to go through some process. So l'sheris nachlaso, Amar Ravacha Barchanin. It is a wonderful thing. It's like eating the alia. It's like eating the tail. But remember also the kotzba. You still did something wrong. There's a thorn in the food that you are eating. L'sheris nachlaso, v'lo l'kol nachlaso. Yes, this is a hard process, but it only applies to the she'eris nachlaso. What does the word she'eris nachlaso mean? You make yourself like the leftovers. You're less important. You're not the hush of one. You're not the center. Everyone else is important and you are secondary. So that's, a, again, a lofty idea. Says the Gemara, a couple of contradictory psukim, and each of which underscore the need for a Kaddish Baruch Hu to provide us with chesed when it comes to meeting out judgment. Rav Huna, Rami Ksiv, Rav Huna had a problem with two psukim, Tzadik Hashem Bechol Rachav, Uchsi Vechasid Bechol Ma'asav. Okay, those psukim we're familiar with. On the one hand, a Kodesh Baruch Hu is a tzaddik, and a tzaddik does what is right. Whatever the right is, is what he does. A chassid goes beyond the letter of the law, so that's a stira. If a Kodesh Baruch Hu is a tzaddik, then when you're meeting out din, no one's going to ever make it out of din. So how do we understand that in light of the pasuk that says, v'chassid v'chol ma'asav? So it says the Gemara, v'tchil tzaddik, when a Kodesh Baruch Hu starts meeting out uh, judgment, he does so as a tzaddik, and then he, then he realizes that, there's no way they're going to make it through. I need to, I need to be a chesed. And Rabbi Elazar Ramik, see if he asks a similar question, but from different sukkim, first Hashem is about chesed going above and beyond. And then it says to Shalem that it's midah keneged midah. Every crime you do, you get your punishment. So then how does that make sense? Same answer. Five lines down. People will initially be given consequences or will about to be given consequences in measure for their crimes. And at the end, Hashem says, I can't, I can't, I can't do this to my, my child. I can't do this to them. I have to, if I don't exercise chesed, then, then they'll never exist. It just wouldn't work out. Ilfi, the Amrila Ilfa, and here, this is not just a question of how to pronounce his name. It's a question of when he lived. So one of them lived in the times of Rebbe, and one of them lived in the times of Rabbi Yochanan, and we don't know who it was, Rami Ksiv. He posed questions, Rav Chesed, and also Ms. Rav Chesed Ms. in the same pasuk. So how could you be Rav Chesed Ms? Same question again. How could you be such a Baal Chesed that you're so lenient with Din, because really no one should ever uh, make it out of judgment, Klab yet uh, we see that it works out. Same answer three times in a row. Famous pasuk by Yoav Vorashem This Gemara right here, the whole, these last two daf, Saf Tesain and Yudzain, we should review every year before Rosh Hashanah because these are all the Rosh Hashanah Gemaras. And this is what the Gemara says, We know that we usually sing this with passion. Well, we put a nig into it and then we try to get the whole room to respond in, in unison. If not for the Pasuk having said it, how could we ever say that Hashem passed before Moshe? Kaddish Baruch Hu puts on a talus and, uh, and he shows Moshe how exactly one should daven during this season. Omar lo, Hashem says to him, Whenever the Jews do something wrong, Moshe, you come talk to me. Not you come talk to me, they. Yasu, they should come talk to me. Yasu, the fun I can say there's a many mochelahem. What about the next part of the pasuk? Hashem, Hashem, Anihu. This is so beautiful. Anihu kodem sheichet adam ve'anihu la'achar sheichet adam yasu chulah. I am there. 
I'm certainly there before. And if you make a mistake, I'm going to be here. Just say you're sorry and let's move on. Just say you're sorry and move on. My Rebbe said this idea that from the months of um, after, after Yom Kippur until Rosh Chodesh Elul, no guilt. Apologize and move on. Don't let yourself get buried in guilt. Doesn't help anyways. All it does is give you bad. There's a difference between regret and guilt. Regret is I could have been better. Guilt is I'm a terrible person, self-deprecating, and it's really not helpful. And this Gemara is telling you, Kodesh Baruch who's right there. Say, sorry, come back. Just we're, we're, you know, we're working on this together. So that's what the Gemara says here. Let's continue the drushas of this very important Pasuk, Kel Rachum Echanun, one third of the way down, two lines before the wide lines on your of a base. We're going to be stopping uh, at about a third from the bottom of the page. Says the Gemara, what does Kel Rachum Echanun mean? Amar of Yehuda Bris Krusa Yud Gemomidos She'enan Chosros Rekam. A mic drop. Say it. It is a good thing. It will never come back empty. You will get a response. Shenemar Hinean Ochi Kores Beris. Beautiful. Now let's talk about uh, how powerful Chuva is. When a person does tshuva, it tears up a negative decree. A person, they, they put fat around their heart. In other words, they cover up all their senses. They don't want to hear all the bad. And then finally, once they do tshuva, then they'll get healed. So this is the Pasuk that Rabbi Yochanan uses to teach that tshuva is mekarask zardino, that doing tshuva can undo um, a, a negative decree. Halfway down, three lines into the wide lines. Maybe this whole Pasuk is how does Rabbi Yochanan know that we're talking about undoing a gzardin? Maybe that's not what this is talking about. Maybe the whole Pasuk is only talking about pre-gzardin, in which case, Getting chuba is a little bit easier, but once the gzardin is made, maybe we should say no chuba. Amar Lame, he responds, it can't be because the end of the Pasik says, What else would need a rafua in this context of a person who is Hashmain Lab? They're covering their heart, says the Gemara. So obviously the Pasik is speaking about Exardin, and Rabbi Yochanan maintains his sheet. Yet the Gemara asks again halfway down. If a person does tshuva between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, they get mechila, lo shavin asayim. And if they did not do tshuva, then afilu hevi, kol ele nevayos sheba olam. Even if you brought all of the beautiful rams in the world, ain mochlen lo. So what do we see from here? What we see from here is that if you have a gzardin, the tshuva does not work. Kasha on Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan wanted to say that tshuva is so powerful that it's mikaras gzardino. Yet we see over here that even if you bring all the ele ha'olam, if you don't do tshuva, so then uh, then it doesn't help. Even with all of the even with all of the um, animals in the world, once Yom Kippur comes, if you don't do tshuva, you've lost the opportunity. Says the Gemara, another bombshell. Says the Gemara, lokasha habayachid habetzibur. When you're by yourself, you're right. Your tshuva is limited. But when you're standing in that room with hundreds of people, all of them with one voice saying, I'm sorry, I want to be better. So then your tshuva is nizkaibo. That is what uproots, that is what uproots a But taka, it's true that if a person was standing by themselves in a, in a room doing tshuva, it's not as powerful. The most powerful way to do it is as a tzibor. Uh, just as an aside, it's not specifically from here, but there are some of the post game explain this is based on a Gemara, I think in Masechus Brachos, that even if, that uh, even if a person doesn't have kavana when they're davening b'tzibur, their tefilas are niskabel. But when you're davening b'yechidus, your tefilas will be niskabel only if you have kavana. So I prefer to daven, to daven b'tzibur. Having kavana is very hard. Safety, safety, safety net. It's not really a safety net. It's like my plan A. You know, it's not. It's not good. Is that why you can't say the Yudim without a name? 
Oh, it's not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you can't say Gaon. I mean, the Pesukim the, the we read, maybe. It's not part of the Tzuras HaTzfila, but it's not like a bracha b'shem u'malchus. That's what he's asking. Is it because of this principle that we just learned, Pabit Sibor, that uh, it could be? I don't know. Oh, no, good question. All right, one more question, one and one more answer, and then we're going to stop. Five lines, six lines into the Y lines. looks out at Israel. Sometimes of the year are good and sometimes are bad. So let's see what the good times are and the bad times are. So it says the Gemara. So let's say that on Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish people on the whole were not doing very well. And due to that, a Kodesh Baruch was upset. And he paskin for that year that their parnasa, in this case rain, would be mu'atim. And then they did tshuva. So it says the Gemara, because the Xero was already made lahosiv to go back and say, well, I made a mistake. Uh, you know, you guys did tshuva. Let me add more. Let's say they were they were promised a thousand gallons of rain this year. So that's not a lot of rain. But let's say that's a so let's say they were promised a very small amount of rain. So that's Xero. So lahosiv, a Kaddish Baruch who can't go back on his Xero to add lahosiv alain efshar shekvar nigzer Xero. That I can't do. Ella, once they've done tshuva, how does a Kaddish Baruch who pay them back to show them that he still loves them and that he accepted their tshuva? Ella, Kaddish Baruch who meridin bismanon. He'll make sure that it rains in the right place at the right time. So it doesn't rain out in the forest, which helps nobody. It rains in the field where your corn is growing. So that's, again, the same volume of rain, but it's reallocated to the right place to make sure that the people know that their tshuva was accepted. What's the other version of So we're two-thirds of the way down. What does it mean that there are some bad scenarios? So let's talk about a different case scenario. Everyone walked in perfectly white. Everyone's uh, clean. No averas. Upasku alen geshamim merubim, and they uh, and then a kodesh baruch says, Ah, oh, look at this chevra. Everyone's beautiful. They're going to have a million gallons of rain this year, and then lasov chazruba, and then they go back to their bad ways. So then, how does a kodesh baruch modify the volume of water? Lifchos mehen to lower the amount of water that he promised, which was given under the assumption they were tzadikim efshar shikvar nigzerog zera. So that I can't change that. Ella, Akadosh Baruch Hu, Moridin Shalobizman on Allah Arshein and Srichalem. He'll give the million. He'll give the million gallons, but it will be done in a way which isn't helpful. You know, like on the West Coast, they had like a wild amount of rain in such a short amount of time. And so much of the water was runoff water because the of the ground can only absorb so much. It wasn't spread out. Now, I'm not saying that they were shy. I'm just giving this as an example of what it looks like when the water comes at a time that isn't very helpful. So it says the Gemara as follows. Says the Gemara. If Rav Yochanan is right, which was at the first of the, of the wide lines, if he's right that tshuva is mekaras gzardino, so then letova miyelikare legzardinai velosiflo. If you're right that tshuva changes things, then why in this b'risa couldn't HaKadosh Baruch Hu increase the volume of water? Increase it. Make it, make it better. They did tshuva. Increase. So says the Gemara. You're right in general, Rav Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan is right that in general that would be the case, that uh, tshuva is a, is a korea gzardino. But here, we didn't need to be okir gzardino because there was a way for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to maintain, to maintain his gzera and to give the uh, the reward of tshuva. Shiny hasam de efshar behachi. There it was different because we were able to maintain both. So Rabbi Yochanan's din still stands. Tomorrow uh, night, we will learn a blot and a half. We'll get down, well, we'll get down hopefully somewhere around your test. Oh gosh, 
Um, yeah, don't, you're not helping me at all right now. You're just making me nervous. So we're going to stop right here about uh, three quarters of the way down at Tashma. And we'll question more tomorrow. Rav Yochanan's assumption that Chuba is Mekaras Zardino. Wishing you all a beautiful night.